This is Big Picture Relationships with Elena Joe, a therapist sharing insights, ideas, and real-life pep talks that encourage you to expand your perspective, maybe shift some behaviors, and make the most of real-life relationships so you can live a happy life right now. Hi, and welcome to episode zero of Big Picture Relationships. I'm Elena Joe, and I confess this is not really an episode at all. This is an overview of what Big Picture Relationships is all about. It explains the name and gives you a little bit of an overview of what we will be doing here. Now, I am a therapist for teenagers and their families. I have been doing that for 15 years at this point, and I find myself giving the same pep talks, the same perspective shifters to the families that I work with, and that's bled over into my real life. I love to speak to youth groups, to community groups about mental health, about topics that are a little bit deeper and understanding the why in our big picture, and that has led to this idea to share some of that with you. I think that in this age of enlightenment, we have a bit of a problem in our society. The problem is this. We are too close to our struggles to see clearly. We are fixers. We live in this age where not that many people are going to starve. We are able to take care of our basic needs. So now we turn our attention and the survival instinct toward fixing all the problems we have. That's great and awesome, except that we have a tendency to dive deep into our problems and get stuck in the mess of them and hyper-focus and want to fix them. So let me give you an example before I go on. It's hard when I'm talking in abstracts, I know. So imagine a Van Gogh painting. Starry Starry Night is his most popular one that most of you have probably seen. Have you seen those paintings up close or zoomed in on an image? I mean, most of us haven't been to the museum to see them. So have you zoomed in on an image of how those paintings are composed? They're styled with daubs of paint laid on thickly and carved into place. It's a new style that Vincent Van Gogh created and... It, it was sort of ugly. Honestly, if you were to look at one square inch of a painting up close without understanding its bigger context and how it all comes together for a big picture result from those splotches of paint. I was lucky enough to stand in front of Vincent van Gogh's painting called Cypresses at the Metropolitan Museum in New York City. And the anguish that you could see in every small swirl. I mean, this is I was dying to touch it, this painting, honestly, just carved in deeply with knives and ugly colors. It was overwhelming, and it still kind of makes me choke up a little bit to this day, knowing his mental illness and the anguish he was going through. I'll post in the show notes a picture of what I saw, and you can see what I mean about how ugly and confusing a very small sample of a picture like that is, but how beautiful the entire picture of cypresses is when viewed in its entirety. And life is a lot like that. Even the most toxic traumas ease a little bit in a big picture perspective. And while this isn't a therapy podcast per se, I'm pretty passionate about the idea that the same perspectives I teach to my therapy families are powerful and beneficial to all of us. They are about humanity. There's something about keeping the big picture in mind that lessens anxiety It increases peace, and it makes hard things easier. And paradoxically, it also leaves space for pausing everything in your life and digging really deep when you need to. To me, keeping the big picture in mind is sort of like knowing where I am on a map. Now, for me, when I can picture where I am in a city or even on a hike, and I can picture that in a map, 
I feel much less anxiety and I feel more in control of where I am and what's happening. I know that even, let's say, driving on a driving map, I know that there are hills coming ahead. I can anticipate where the traffic's slower or red when it's going to be stopped. I can see how far I've come and feel proud of that. And with my big picture map in mind, I can endure roadblocks. And I know that the road will continue after this traffic jam and my destination is attainable. Switching to the relationship piece of this title, let me say that the personal enlightenment growing in our culture right now is a beautiful thing. Most of us have been touched or at least are intensely aware of this new wave of how vulnerability is acceptable. Shame is toxic and we want to develop resiliency to shame and teach that in our children. There's an increase in meditation and mindfulness and gratitude and slowing down and conmarrying and not being overly cluttered. These are beautiful things. And this is amazing individual growth that fits really well with this big picture perspective I'm talking about. But on a planet of 7 billion people, and we're born to parents, and we have siblings, and then we become parents, and we create new sets of siblings, we are surrounded by relationships. And no matter how enlightened we have become on our own individually, we just can't control other people, even when they've become enlightened. (laughs) Those relationships, all the relationships in our life bring our greatest joys, but they also bring our greatest struggles and our greatest heartaches. Relationships are so powerful in our lives and we're so wired for them actually that even the lack of relationship or the absence of key relationships causes immense grief. And our relationship with ourself lays a foundation for all of that. So when we talk about a big picture perspective, it's doubly powerful to talk about it in a way that helps our relationships. In these big picture relationship episodes, I want to show you your place on a map of sorts And I'll do that by normalizing relationship dynamics, like with yourself, in a marriage, partnership, with your children, and relationships in general that applies everywhere, at work, neighbors, friends, family. I want to talk about biological facts, like, for example, fight or flight is a real thing, people. It is brain chemicals. It's something you can't escape. And it comes up all the time in our relationships, so you can stop feeling like a freak when you feel the need to hide and escape scary situations. Not even scary, just overwhelming. Or when you feel yourself getting intensely angry about things. Totally normal. We'll talk about what to do about it. We will look here at some cool research that will give you new ideas, or it just might make you feel quite normal, like all relationships have ebbs and flows. Totally normal. And All of these big picture perspectives should bring you peace, help you know where you can improve if you want, and they might leave you downright cheery about the fact there are some things you can't change, and there's a twisted and yet peaceful kind of freedom that comes from accepting and learning to roll with things that are out of our control instead of wasting our energy wishing that they were different. Now let's talk about me, who this is. I'm Elena Joe. I'm a mom to three kids who are all elementary school aged at the moment. I'm a wife, and for the second time, which I'm sure will come up at some point, I'm a sister and a daughter and an in-law and a neighbor and a friend. Well, I also come from a religious background. I grew up in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Some of you might know that by the old nickname Mormon. But I think it's important for you to know that I'm so much more interested in the ways that we are all the same the beautiful ways that we feel humility before things that are greater than ourselves. And 
I really seek out diversity because that's what I'm all about. I want to expand perspectives and be all-inclusive in a way that makes us all happier. Around five years ago, I think, I woke up to the fact that this is the one and only life I have to live. And I realized, I don't even know what exactly sparked it, but I realized that I was only halfway living my life. Now, if you asked me back then, before this realization, if I was happy, I totally would have said like, yeah, I'm so happy. Life is great. I've got everything I wanted. But really, as I look back on it now, I was buried under a pile of expectations and guilt at everything I should be or how life should be. And I was really subconsciously enduring my life. And without even realizing it, I was kind of waiting for some happier time to come along. I just had to get through small kids or through my husband's first job or, you know, get through some things before I could be happy. Somewhere around that time, I bought a sign, a popular craft store that said, this is my happy place. And there was something about that. And this message still hangs on my wall to this day, which is kind of a big deal because my husband does not like cheesy sayings up in our house so there's not a lot of them but it says this is my happy place and when I take naps which is any day I'm at home all day when I wake up in the morning when I go to bed at night it's a reminder in the subconscious level that here I am this is my life this is my one and only place and this this is what I've got this is my happy place it's the only one I have and slowly around that time I started to live each day like it was actually one small daub of paint in this bigger picture that was my life. Recognizing that each day was what I made of it and this was the only day I got and it was all going to conglomerate in something bigger that was my life instead of enduring each day and waiting for some far off future happiness. Now that doesn't mean that my circumstances changed. I still had, well and I still have, three children who totally overwhelm me at times. I hate dishes, I hate sweeping, and I never get enough alone time as an introvert. And there are always more bills than savings. But I started to let those things be a part of my life and let them just provide some contrast and some texture to my life instead of viewing them as external nuisances that once I could fix them, I could finally be happy. So here, I think there's power in remembering that life has seasons and in adopting the idea that happiness in your life is an average of many, many, many moments. Happiness isn't a place that you really arrive or a feeling that you can latch onto forever. We really can't control it. We never know what's coming. So I hope you'll swing by this podcast when you can use an uplift or a new idea like a pep talk if your friend were a therapist but not really giving you therapy. And hey, that's me. I will be your friend. And I am a therapist and I provide lots of perspective that's both educated and real life. And I'm here to help you live your best life here and now. Much like a warm conversation with a friend, I want our conversations here to feel like we're on a road trip. We're side by side, shoulder to shoulder, just talking about life and having a heart to heart, which is actually sort of funny to use that analogy because I am recording this in my car legitimately. I have a busy life. I have a busy office, a loud house, many children. So I have the feeling that my car might be the most quiet place to record these. And so here you are. You can join me in my car. We'll go for a drive and have a side-by-side chat. And if I want to share what's in my heart, I'll just tell you right now, it has to be imperfect and spur of the moment sometimes, not polished and perfect. And so you are just going to fit right into my real life here. I travel for my job. We might record these in hotel rooms or, I don't know, let's record one from the beach. That would be fun, right? So 
welcome to the life of Elena Joe, and you're just going to be part of it. And I would love to talk and share with you things that I think are helpful. I hope that you'll leave episodes of this podcast feeling uplifted, comforted, and challenged just the right amount. It is not my goal to give you a big to-do list. Nobody comes to a podcast when they're looking for something to listen to in the car while doing dishes or working out for like some heavy to-dos. And my guess is that most of you are probably pretty hard on yourselves already. Here with me in big picture relationships, you'll gain a bigger perspective. You can find and accept what's realistic for you in your life. Hopefully you'll find a little humor and camaraderie. I have stories to tell and I plan to have guests who can tell their stories and we can feel joy in the mess and the awesomeness together. It's my greatest passion to help everyone see a little bit bigger and to embrace the life they have right now, right in front of us. So let's all live well now. Thanks for joining me, and I sincerely hope that you'll come back to hang out with me. Visit www.elenajo.co for show notes and random photos, along with any handouts mentioned in this episode. Find elenajo.co on Instagram for daily big picture reminders. And join the big picture email list for an occasional pick-me-up in your inbox from Elena Joe. Thanks for joining us.